0: Welcome to this week's Treasury Career Corner Podcast, where I interview treasury professionals about their treasury careers. Each and every week, I we talk to treasurers about how they built their careers, where they are now, and where they see both themselves and the treasury profession going to next. This week's show, I'm joined from the US by the lovely Mark Fortkamp, the treasurer at Performance Health. Performance Health are a leader in consumer healthcare, largest global manufacturer, distributive performance products to the rehabilitation and sports medicine market. So Well, we'll get Mark to describe all that later on. He's had a great career, about 16, 17 years or whatever. And I think really interesting things. I think we're going to be a bit different this week as well. We'll have it more as a conversational tone, which I think will be really interesting. But first of all, we'll get Mark to sort of talk through some of the moves he's made. We'll deep dive in some of them because I think they're really relevant to a lot of the listeners about how they're, you know, new positions and, you know, management and everything else. So, Mark, enough from me whittering on. Let's get you talking. Tell us about your career today and how you first got started in finance and discovered the world of treasury. Over to you, sir.
1: Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me on today. Appreciate it. Pleasure. So I started my career after college in banking, a few years spent in consumer banking that generally piqued my my interest in cash management aspects of of finance. When I decided that I needed to move to Chicago to pursue a better career path for myself, you know, I started looking at treasury analyst roles, was lucky enough to land a, a position with with Accenture here in Chicago. I say I kind of learned the fundamentals of treasury operations within a a very large global business. So that's where I started in treasury. It's been a 15, 15, 16 year career path from that point in time. And Mark,
0: just for the listeners, they may know Accenture, but can you just describe Accenture, but also you were internal Accenture rather than Accenture consulting, going off seeing clients and things like that. So maybe just again, clarify that for them if you would.
1: Sure, absolutely. So, yeah, you know, Accenture is a, a multinational technology and consulting professional services firm. The organization there at the at the time I was there, the internal treasury team was based out of three regional treasury centers when I start when I started. Over time some of that changed over time, but totally focused on, you know, managing company liquidity as opposed to, you know, customer or client-facing interactions.
0: And so that was your first taste of treasury what was it like were your managers like and as you talk about your growth period because you had a, a really good you know sort of some really good roles you know moving all the way up from sort of analyst as again people listening today right the way through over the course of seven or eight years to become the manager of treasury operations talk us through the progression and how you made that happen for yourself
1: yeah so you know i started as a as a treasury analyst completely focused on liquidity management. So out of the Chicago Regional Treasury Center, we were managing cash for North and South American legal entities and countries. You know, developed a really good understanding of the treasury system we were using at the time, started to broaden my experience to include some foreign exchange experience, and then was given an opportunity to move up a level to a specialist level role within the liquidity management team to just take a little bit more responsibility have some different experiences focused on our in-house bank intercompany loans and, and bills um, and and managing the fx impacts of of those two types of transactions and then with that experience i was able to move over to the risk management team which was you know primarily focused on on managing our our foreign exchange risk I was able to get a lot of experience on a balance sheet hedging program A cash flow hedging program, so really learned a lot both on the liquidity management side and the FX management side. And then, uh, you know, as things happen and organizations change, you know, lucky enough to find myself in position to to move into a manager level role Mm -hmm. and take over the management of and responsibility of managing the treasury analysts on the team that that was managing liquidity for North and South America and a few countries in Asia Pacific by the time that uh, by the time I left.
0: And you're on. You're managing six analysts at an early stage in your career. Maybe some of them are older than you, some similar age or younger. But you know, what was it like? You're relatively young. You're having to manage. You know, this varied team. What would you say was? your driver, how did you do it? You know, how did you talk to someone who's maybe five, 10 years older than you, or what was the makeup of the team and things?
1: Yeah. So I think there were both people on the team that were younger. There were people on the team that were older. There were people that had been there quite a while, had a long tenure within the team. And then there were newer folks on the team. I think the reason I would say I was successful in the role is that as manager is because I had I had done the day-to-day. I had been the treasury analyst on that team. So I fundamentally understood everything that they were doing on a day-to-day basis. So it was extremely helpful that I had done the role. I could answer their questions. I could help them. I could give them ideas on on how they may approach a problem because it was was likely that I had seen a, a very similar problem. To that, when I was a treasury analyst, so having that in-house experience is what ultimately was was able to make me successful managing a you know a, a diverse team. And so, Mark, you
0: then made a move from Accenture, then worked in financial services, and then made a move back into corporate treasury. What was it like making that move? And, you know, was it not something that worked or you know, describe it just for the listeners? Again, they might have done the similar moves. And, you know, I know that you really love the world of corporate treasury. So over to you.
1: Yeah. So the intent when I decided to look for a new role was to find another place where I could take everything that I had learned at Accenture and see if I could apply it in a in a different business in a different industry. So I'm, you know, moved to financial services company and honestly found that that some of the tools that I had didn't apply as well in a financial services firm and when i went back to a more corporate treasury environment it was it was kind of going back to the experience that i had previously and and found that my experiences were were more applicable in the new role so i think every industry is going to be different every business is going to be different and finding the place where your knowledge and experience can really apply and add value to to an organization is is critical to your success in that next role
0: and you joined Univar, a global chemicals group, treasury manager. What was that like? You know, talk us through that before then. You passed some medical and stuff, but talk through Univar and then move on through those because interesting jobs.
1: Yeah, so Univar is a large global chemical distributor. Univar, at least my experience there, was uh, was one where uh, the business has grown a lot through acquisition. It was a fairly fragmented organization. There wasn't one central ERP system that contained all financial transactions which actually made managing foreign exchange quite difficult. You know, I think the experience that I'd had at at Accenture was a company based primarily on on one ERP system SAP. It was much easier to find financial information in one source of truth than a fragmented financial system. It was an interesting organization. I I hadn't been in a in, in a distribution business and so there was a lot more focus on, on international trade and in the, in the movement of products from one country to another country. And it was certainly a new experience for me coming from, you know, services, primarily services industries previously. So, Mark, you
0: had a really great run of stuff at Accenture, really enjoying it. You then made another couple of treasury moves, discovering more about yourself and everything else. But then more recently, and the role that you found is a treasurer at Performance Health, formerly Patterson Medical. Perhaps describe that for us because you've got some really great treasury stuff in there. It's also interesting because it's a private equity carve out. So we'll we'll get into that as well. So back over to you.
1: Yeah. So the opportunity to to join Patterson Medical came to me in, in late 2015. It was an opportunity to join a company that was being carved out from a larger parent company, a larger public company, and being acquired by, by private equity. So it was a good opportunity to stand up a, a treasury function that had been provided by the, by the former parent company. And so there was really nothing in place from a treasury standpoint other than bank accounts for all of the legal entities across all the different countries that we operate in. So it was a unique opportunity to, to join a kind of a new company, a new growing company
0: and you're in that startup situation, but within an established carve out, you know, with privacy over that sort of the interesting triangle of that. So, you know, what was your startup list? Again, we may have people in a similar situation today, that they're, they've been carved out with a group. They're sitting there, they're going, right. What's my checklist? What was your checklist? And, you know, how did it work from there?
1: Organization, right? So mm-hmm. figuring out, what bank accounts you had open in with with what banks in in what countries figuring out how to to pool resources here primarily in the us to help manage our our external debt facilities putting together the excel files that we're all familiar with to mm-hmm. to help track daily cash to help track daily debt levels. So that was really my, my hit list when I, when I first walked in the door. Mm -hmm. And then as we kind of got moving is you start to get into those quarterly, quarterly compliance requirements, lender calls, uh, preparation for those, making sure that you have all of the materials you need to have good calls with lenders. So they understand what's going on inside the business
0: as a as a company and things and again a few weeks ago we were I was interviewing a couple of treasurers about the private equity environment and you know how it was like to operate that and you know they they were saying actually it's not so bad you know it's not just cash 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 you know things of like that Cash is king in, in a lot of things, but, you know, looking at some of the experiences you had, you had some really great facility staff and everything else, but what was it like operating that environment versus maybe other environments you've seen, public environments or the essential, you know, what was it like for you?
1: Yeah, I think we have a, a really great relationship with our with our private equity sponsor. Uh-huh. They ask us the right questions, and 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 we're able to get them the information they need, so that they have a really good level of comfort. How we're managing treasury within the organization, just being able to provide clarity to to sponsors on cash flow over the next three months is is very critical. We spend quite a bit of time focusing on on that so that we can give them really good information
0: with that and the sort of management of all of these things describe maybe again one thing you haven't actually done is is performance health tell us about the the group you know maybe because that then impacts on your the work you do within treasury so you know perhaps you can again for the listeners am i going hang on who are these guys
1: Sure so when i when i joined patterson medical in, in 2015 we we quickly uh, acquired performance health which is manufacturer of health and wellness products so it was an acquisition that effectively doubled the size of our business. We came together as, as one company under the name Performance Health. You know, that's the business that we operate today. It was a great opportunity to experience acquisition and rolling rolling another business into the framework that we had set up. So, so rolling, a, rolling a new business into an existing cash pooling structure, make sure we were setting up the appropriate bank accounts to help facilitate the pooling of cash to, to better manage our external debt.
0: And so, Mark, we've talked about this and you've got this role as treasurer. It's great and you've enjoyed it and got the balance of private equity. But, you know, just stepping back from that a little bit and as you as a treasurer, what would you say your favorite thing about your role or what do you enjoy most about treasury? Why is it that that gets you up in the morning? What is it that gives you a buzz at the international staff or really, you know, what, what are the things that, you know, oh, wow, I love my job?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, fundamentally, I just enjoy managing cash. I, right. I enjoy coming in every day and seeing how the business is is impacting our cash position. You know, I cash forecasting monthly reviews of of actuals versus my forecast, developing better ways to forecast, getting better information every month to improve my forecast is what I'm looking to do. I certainly love the international aspect. I love working with with teams in, in in different countries to to learn more about you know treasury structures in in their particular countries. Just having that that global view is extremely interesting to me. I think lots of different roles you get exposure to to one country or or one business unit, whereas I do have that global viewpoint.
0: Yeah, you get to see everyone and talk to everyone in the business and things. And again, that then sort of brings us, you know, I know that people listening today are potentially already in treasury and things like that you studied ctp a number of years ago you know why bar that international thing what's treasury giving you why should someone pursue a career in treasury why do you think yeah guys you know maybe when you meet them and they say oh i'm doing finance or they're a grad or things why would you say guys you should be in treasury it's the place to be
1: i think it's it's an interesting space in in finance, which is, it's just unique. Every organization is different. Every treasury department is different. You know, one thing I've found about treasury is that it has a nicely defined career path. You come in to a new treasury organization as a, as an analyst, you build up a lot of just fundamental knowledge of of systems and transactions, and and how to get things done on a day-to-day basis. And then you're able to put the building blocks on top of that. You start adding in in people management as you move up to, you know, maybe a a manager-level role. You start working cross-functionally as you move through your career. I spend a lot of my time working with our technology teams our customer service teams our sales teams and our operations teams i spend more of my day now working cross-functionally than i do you know working just within the treasury space
0: yeah, it's a real multi-dimensional, you, you know. As you say, cross across the company cultures and things like that. And within, I know you've you know you've been less than twenty years within treasury, but have you seen how treasury and treasury has changed in that time? And you know, I, I've certainly seen a number of changes with, you know, and, and most recently actually, maybe we'll also feed that into this current pandemic if if that's appropriate. You know, have you seen it sort of change and things?
1: I think the, the the pressure is always to have a smaller leaner treasury team huh. and you know the the advantage is that as treasury people we have great third party Providers that help us manage what we need to, to manage with a very small and lean team. So, you know, I, I know that we've we've leaned more on our on our banking providers and technology providers to create the efficiencies that we need within our within our teams to to run very, very lean, very small teams, but at the same time be able to do not just the day to day right to to still be able to work on projects that really do add value to the organization or provide additional information from a different viewpoint for people who are you know making important decisions for the company
0: and so mark you know we've talked in the show and we we you, you and i caught up before and we talked about we do a salary survey treasuriesalary.com. anyone listening today go there put your details in. It's a great way to benchmark your salary. But one of the key things that both Mark and I discussed is that, which I found, and again, I was recently interviewed on Strategic Treasurer podcast, and I made the point, it's not about the money. You know, it's not just about the money. It's about all the other factors within treasury, which make it enjoyable. And, you know, we, Mark and I compared notes and we were saying that, you know, the salary is one thing but it's actually the other bits and you know you've got this great relationship with your your boss where you are now which is fantastic but along the way you've had this you know that that's not come overnight you you've had you made some mistakes and you've overcome them and things like that maybe just again for the listeners I want to stop talking now tell you know what what have you done wrong you know what, what mistakes have you made or what would you give to you know as advice with it before we wrap up the show shoot what sort of You know what? What mistakes have you overcome, as it were? Over to you.
1: Yeah. So I think being patient for me has been a challenge throughout my career. In every position I've been in, I've always enjoyed what I was doing on on a day to day basis. But just finding yourself in those positions, you can be patient and settle in for an extended period of time, and always think about the other options and the different things you can do the different responsibilities within your current role that you may be able to take on. Mm. You know, I, I think another area for me has always been do not be afraid of talking to your manager if you have concerns about your current role, any situation that is that is going on in your day-to-day talk to your manager about it, make sure they understand where you have a roadblock so that they can help you navigate that, that roadblock and ultimately push you towards success, right? Damn. That's how you're gonna be fulfilled in your in your daily role is having those different successes along the way and being able to build those one on top of another so that when you look back, you can say, you know, I did all these things that really stacked up nicely. Just the
0: fact that you've been through it as well, you know, someone's following you 10 years behind you and they're sort of more junior treasury analysts and things like that. When you're coaching them, you know, what sort of advice are you giving to those guys? You know, is it, you know, do you CTP, do this or what are the, you know, any nuggets there that you can offer?
1: Yeah, so I think certainly I think education specific to your finance function is always going to be the right path. So when I was new to the treasury space, I knew that I needed to get some some very focused specialized training and education. At that time it really broadened the treasury space for me. So it gave me some insight into into different areas that I hadn't yet had exposure to in the first year or two of, of my career. I think getting and asking for exposure to the different facets of treasury. So if you're currently in a position where you're focused on cash management, Find those spaces where you can get exposure to FX management. Find a company that has external debt so that you can get exposure to, to managing a revolver, managing daily liquidity in a way that, that, that may not be possible if you're at an organization that, that doesn't have external debt. Always asking, what I always tell folks who work for me is, you know, ask your manager what they're doing that they can let you do, right? Ultimately, that frees up your manager to take on additional things from their manager and on up the chain. And everybody gains when people reach out and say, you know, what else can I do? What else can I learn?
0: Amazing stuff there. It's been a lovely show with Mark and we've you know covered a number of areas and things like that. You know, as we approach the end of today's show, what would you, you know, again, we'll put your LinkedIn profile in the show notes there, Mark, and things like that. You know, I think you you gave a lot of advice there about you know getting the different experience in different areas and trying to relieve that from your manager. But you know, if if you were someone again, looks back and says, "Do you know what I want a career? I want my career to look like Mark's and more role like Mark, What advice would you give? What, what are the key you know, nuggets again for you?
1: Yeah, I think you know one thing that that I think is is often overlooked is just being what I would call a, a low maintenance employee right so being present re- responding quickly showing everyone who works for you and that you work for that you are that you're present you understand what's going on in the day-to-day business branch out to other departments start right. working cross functionally you know, the the minute you walk into a new role, start learning who manages the the IT structure, who manages the financial systems, who manages the customer service department. If you're in that in that type of business, and I think building capital with your with your manager, right? Just yeah. making sure that they that they know that you're going to deliver on time with what they need and and what they want. Always considering possibly what. You know, what are they going to use this information and being able to address those questions for your manager before they even need to come back to you and ask. As a manager, you know, one of the most important things is just and I think the, the current situation makes this even more relevant is understanding that everyone who works for you has has a life outside of work and and may have you know individual challenges or individual situations that require your understanding requires your flexibility and you know ultimately requires you to understand that they're going to deliver for you when you need them to and you give them the flexibility to do that
0: awesome I think you've, well, we've pretty much summarized, well, I thinking a great title for this podcast and people will get to it at the end is like building relationship capital across the business because that's exactly what you just described about getting to know everyone internally in treasury, but other areas are fabulous, amazing. Mark, great episode. Thank you very much for your time today and I look forward to catching up when I'm next over in Chicago. it would be great to see you and uh, yeah, look, for, thank you for being a guest on today's podcast sir.
1: Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me today. Really enjoyed it.